Welcome to another episode of the Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast, where we offer actions and steps you can take today to start balancing your hormones naturally. This is your podcast host, Leah Brueggemann. I am a functional diagnostic nutritional practitioner. I am honored and excited to be your guide on your journey to better understanding your hormonal health and how it affects your everyday life. I tell you all the time to watch out for greenwashing because companies are out there saying that their product is all beautiful and wonderful and safe and non-toxic and then you turn it around and it has this minefield full of ingredients that you just do not want near your body. And it's very, very hard, in my opinion, to find products that are actually non-toxic but also work because, you know, we really want that beauty of both lanes here. And that is why I really love, love with a capital L, Rocas Organics. I've been using them for over a year at this point. I found them, somebody recommended them to me and I purchased them with my own money and I just truly love them. I didn't really have high expectations because this company is amazingly awesome with how transparent they are with the quality of their ingredients and where they source everything from. I mean, you can see it all on the website. You can look and you get to know everything about them. And so I'm thinking, oh, it's all these awesome ingredients. There's no way these products work. These products work. Okay. So if you, it just depends what category you're in, but if you have trouble sleeping or you have kids that have trouble sleeping, you need the deep sleep staff comes in this cute little jar. Put it on the bottoms of your feet. You need tart cherry juice. Take it like a little shot. Um, if you have kids that are younger, one, obviously pay attention to the honey. And you need the magnesium cream. So they do magnesium in a few different forms, gel, spray, cream. I love the cream. I'm obsessed with the cream. The cream's the one that I use, the one I use on my kids. I'm telling you, Landon sleeps so much better. And this is his routine. We do the elderberry juice at nighttime too, um, because immune support. I don't give Killian, obviously, tart cherry. He's still nursing. But I do put a little bit of magnesium on him. And that is your sleeper. If you want your skin to just be glowing, I'm telling you guys, you need their body butter. My favorite one is the frankincense scent. It is the best. Your your legs will look amazing. You will you will be obsessed. It, it is the best thing ever. And uh, there's so many products, but my one last big favorite that I want to share with you is the lymph cream. This is just so good to put on your collarbones at nighttime and give yourself a self-lymphatic massage. You can put it all different areas of where you have a lot of lymph nodes. That can be amazing. The other thing that I always have it on hand for is when you're sick and you get really congested, it can keep things moving, which is awesome. It's one of my favorite products. I use it every single day. I use pretty much all of their products every single day because they have such a wide variety. But if you are just looking to dip your little toes in, you guys need body butter, you need the sleep support, you need magnesium, you need lymphatic cream, you need them. They're so, so good. So anyway, go to rowcastleorganics.com and you can use the code Leah B, L-E-A-H-B for 20% off your first order, which is an awesome discount. Their products are extremely reasonably priced. So that's an incredible discount. Definitely take advantage. And if you try anything, send me a message and tell me what you tried because then we can, you know, obsess about it together. Hey, 
welcome back for another episode. Whoa, my voice <clears throat> sounds horrible. So um, I feel like I'm just going to keep reminding you so that you know, but our episodes are now going up on YouTube, which is super cool. So you can, you know, go stare at me if you want. Um, but I still have my notes so that I somewhat stay on track. So if you're watching the video and you feel like I'm very aggressively staring at you, I'm probably staring at the notes on my computer not staring into your soul, just in case you were wondering. Okay, so let me adjust my mic here so that we can all hear me. Um, I want to talk about protein powders. So we started this new series. I know that you are just gung-ho about it, and it's all about switch and ditch. So we're just going to be going over ingredients you should be looking for in each one of your products and just starting to educate you so you can learn more about what you're looking for. Now, I will always share products that I like and I use, but that doesn't mean you have to use them. Maybe you have found one that checks all the boxes and you just are obsessed with it, then rock on, use that one. I do not care. Um my goal here is to educate you on your ingredients. And 90% of the time when I do that, someone's like, but, but, but what do I use? So I am going to give you the options that I use. I don't use all of these because let's be real. I don't use like 10 protein powders a day. Um, but there are all ones I am comfortable using and most of them I have tried and used. Okay. So let's dig in. So protein powder. Now this is, this is the big thing. Like, do we do vegan? Do we do whey? And then what do we look for in each one of those? So I'm going to be right. I'm going to be honest right off the bat. I, um, I consume grass fed whey and I consume vegan. And I'm trying to think of which one I consume more. Um, it really depends on the season. So in the summer, I like smoothies, um, and I will typically do grass-fed whey in my smoothies. Um, I digest that fine, but I don't drink smoothies in the winter, and I will do things like protein oatmeal, and I prefer how pro how vegan protein mixes with oats, like hot things, so I tend to do the vegan in the winter and more the whey in the summer that's just Leah's personal pet peeve. Like I'm just telling you which one I do. When I'm looking into vegan, there's a ton of different options there. There's like brown rice protein, there's soy, there's pea, there's hemp. There's so many. Um, I will tell you right off the bat, X out that soy protein. Say bye-bye, say bye-bye. Um, I feel like we should probably just have a whole episode on soy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like people might come to hate Leah. It's fine. But if we want a whole episode on soy, you can let me know. We, I will either do it or maybe I'll bring somebody on to do it. This could be fun. This could be interesting. But just right off the bat, some things that I don't really like about soy when it comes to protein in general is soy in its natural fermented awesome state would be uh, a phytoestrogen, which you're like thinking flax seeds, I'm sure right now. And that's a benefit, right? Yeah. But soy... Most of soy's seeds were uh, shown to be GMO back in, mm, when was this? I think 2010. And soy is also very heavily sprayed. So now when we have soy that is GMO and sprayed and has glyphosate and has all of these other things, that's not a phytoestrogen anymore. That goes into the category of a xenoestrogen. Not very helpful to our hormones, right? 
And I know you're like, well, if I'm going to buy organic and it's fermented and, you know, that's another battle that we can have. But I would say that you're really going to be hard pressed to find that quality in the U.S. because they're finding glyphosate in our rainwater. So, I mean, it's just organic is this whole thing in the U.S. I feel like I just am constantly bashing the U.S. system. I am. If you were on stories the other day, I had this whole thing going about, um, I had a whole thing going about the U.S. food system because it's so horrible. But at the same time, in other countries, their food system is so much better. But it's so hard to get supplements there. I have clients um, all over um, Korea. I have clients in Italy and Germany and New Zealand and Finland and all over Australia. And I'm telling you, some of these places, it's so hard for them to get supplements. I'm just talking like basic supplements, not like anything hardcore. It's just crazy. So, I mean, at least it's easier to do that in the U.S., but then at the same time, you know, they're over here trying to poison us with our food. So, <sighs> anyways, um, so we're going to be talking about some more things to do with protein powder outside of soy, but I would say if it has soy in it, please just nix it. Bye-bye. Go away. We don't like it. Okay. Um, hemp would be a, would be a good form. Um, brown rice protein, you know, be careful of, you know, getting a little too carb heavy there. Um, we like carbs, you guys, we like them just low glycemic index. We're trying to keep stable blood sugar here. And then, um, what's the other one guys, let me know. Pea protein. See, there's my brain already going. So those are the different types of vegan that you're typically going to be looking at. And then for whey, you guys, grass-fed whey. If it's not grass-fed, not grass-fed, grass-finished, like throw it out. We don't want it. We don't like it. We don't want it because if they're fed corn and soy, guess what, honey, you're getting that. So there's that. Um, so those are just in the basis types of it. So now things to kind of look for. So like if you're looking for grass-fed make or, or whey, make sure it's grass-fed. Let's just start there, okay? When you're looking into into vegan, let's say it's pea protein. What is the number one thing you need to do if you're looking at pea protein? Say it with me. You want to know if they heavy metal test their protein because peas are naturally concentrated, like they naturally are higher in lead. So let's say you're just eating peas at home. I'm not really going to worry about that, right? You know, rice is naturally occurring in arsenic. You know, I do my things to help lower the rice content by, you know, rinsing it and then cooking in extra water and dumping it out. All of those kinds of things. I'm not really going to freak out about it with my peas. You know, I'm focusing on my detox pathways. You know, I'm supporting all of these things. You're naturally going to be coming into contact with some sort of heavy metals all the time. Why do I care about it in my protein? Because it's concentrated. Like, I mean, we are squishing all these peas down and turning them into a protein powder and you're taking a massive scoop of 20 grams of pea protein. Um, yeah, we want to make sure that's heavy metal tested, especially for lead. And I'm going to tell you that 99% of the brands out there are a not going to show their testing. Poop them probably because it is not great and it's not a good selling point so they're not going to share it they always like to go it's a proprietary blend whatever like your lead content is a proprietary blend no it's not anyways um so either ask for their heavy metal testing um those are some things that you really want to look for so do you have heavy metal testing and then looking at the levels and all of that um 
I will put the levels that you kind of want to look for um, in the show notes. So go ahead and pop the show notes. If you don't know, you guys, you can just like, while you're listening, you can like scroll down and look at the show notes and you can see all of the links and everything. And if you're on, what is it? Google podcast that doesn't like to show you links. You can just go to our website, leahbrugeman.com and go to the podcast section and you can look at all the transcripts. So they're all there and we put all our show notes and links there as well. So if it's easier for you to just have them all in one place, you can go there and find them as well. So that's the number one thing. Pea protein, check for lead, check for lead. For um, whey protein, I want grass-fed, grass-finished. Okay. So those are my number one things. Now, what are the other things that we tend to find in protein powder? Because is it just like pea protein? No, they're probably going to stick things like carrageenan in there, like artificial sweeteners, sucralose, truvia, xylitol, ethritol. Ethritol is a sugar alcohol. It's not an artificial sweetener, just in case we're wondering. Um, So what have these shown to do? These have shown to cause gut issues. Sucralose is the devil. Like I see that in so many protein powders and anything. I just see it in so many things. And sucralose has been shown to be an issue with your gut. And sucralose has also shown to actually cause you to become more sensitive um, to be, no, to be more insulin resistant. So like the opposite of what we want. So bye-bye. We are not a fan of sucralose. But I'm also not a fan of like having, you know, 35 grams of sugar in my protein powder. But I also really don't want it to taste like dirt, you know? So monk fruit um, is typically my go-to that I prefer or a little bit of cane sugar. Like I'm talking like under six grams. So it's not going to be spiking your blood sugar. I prefer those. Um, Sometimes I do stevia. Uh, Stevia, I really like to pay attention to the brand and how they source things and uh, and you you can talk to them because stevia is one of those that's just iffy um, depending on the brand because they can just stick things in there. It's like, you know, so many companies, like only a certain percentage of it has to be stevia in order for them to label it as stevia. So, you know, you can throw other things in there. Ethertol is a big one that gets thrown in. Um, you know, if they're bleaching it, like, hello, I, I just want plain stevia. I don't want stevia and bleach. I could, you know, do without that. So those are things to kind of watch out for. Seed oil. So sunflower seed oil, safflower oil, soybean oil. Those are some big ones. Um, carrageenan is a known carcinogen. Um, it's a, it's, um, what does carrageenan do? It kind of like makes it smoother. Um, not, it's a filler basically. So emulsifier, emulsifier. There we go. There we go. Um, so that's something you kind of want to watch out for. And, um, so those are the things I watch out for. You know, we watch out for seed oils. We watch out for artificial sweeteners, sucralose, xylitol. Uh, is not an artificial sweetener, but um, it's going to wreck your gut, like make you have the runs. Um, xylitol is great for your teeth, though. So if you want to chew gum with xylitol, knock yourself out. Um, sucralose, ethritol is a sugar alcohol, um, not great on your gut at all. Um, Truvia, um, trying to think of all of the names of them. It's like Truvia, Sucralose. Um, Those are the big ones that are popping into my head right now. Uh, Glyphosate, 
um, is going to be basically if it's not organic, unfortunately. Maltodextrone is another one you kind of want to pay attention to. It can be very high in carb, um, especially if it's derived from corn. Sometimes things with maltodextrone, they'll tell you it's derived from a potato. And I'm like, okay. But, you know, only people that are very transparent are going to tell you that. Otherwise, you pretty much have to assume, assume maltodextrone from corn. Okay, so basically what you're doing is you're looking and you're seeing, do you want a vegan? Do you want a whey protein? Okay, knock that, check, 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 check. Um, and then you want to look at the ingredients. Like if it's pea protein, go check out the company. Do they test for heavy metals specifically? Are they going to share their lead? Check the show notes for all that. Um, check soy. We just go, bye. We don't like you. You're horrible. Um, we check for carrageenan. We check for artificial sweeteners. We check for artificial flavors. We check for seed oils. We check for um, whether or not it's organic. So it has glyphosate. And then I feel like this is a no brainer, you guys, but you know, I feel like maybe it deserves an honorable mention. Like if it's pretty colors with sparkles in it and it has artificial coloring, I feel like we all know that we don't want that you know, whole other podcast episode we could do on dyes. Yeah. So anyways, let's kind of chat about these brands. So I always, obviously this is switch and ditch guide. Um, one thing that I'm always doing for my clients, um, is they like, will go over their foods and they're like, Hey, I have this in my house. Like, can we look at the ingredients and really start to learn these ingredients? So if you're just like, Leah, we want to like dive deep and do this, you guys premium access, you can chat with me in Voxer. Um, People are always like, Leah, I need somebody like you where I live. And I'm like, you guys, I'm virtual. You can work with me virtually. I have clients in Finland, Italy, wherever, Canada, got them all over. Um, so go ahead, apply for the next round of premium access coaching. We'll walk through all the good things. Um, you can always do that. The link in the show notes, or you can um, obviously go to leahbrugman.com and hit services and then go to premium access and hit apply. You can also read all about my amazing client testimonials. We got really off track there. So um, back to brands that I like. Organifi, I like for vegan. I really like them. They also test for glyphosate because like I said, rainwater. Um, they have chocolate and vanilla, I think. I like both of them. I put them in my oatmeal. So good. Um, I also make protein balls with them. Also so good. Um, Equip is a beef. It's basically like a form of gelatin. Just doesn't taste like gelatin. <laughs> um, so, you know, when you put gelatin in like hot things and it kind of turns it into jello, I don't, you don't have that with Equip. Um, I'm going to give you the rundown on Equip though. I love Equip for making protein hot chocolate and that's literally all I've ever used it for zero. Um, I have, um, some clients who have used it for, they'll blend it in a shake, but it doesn't have any fillers. So like, if you just try to like shake it, it's not really going to work. You need to like use a frother. You need to like blend it or something like that. It also has stevia in it. So if you are at all sensitive to stevia, you're not going to like equip, but if you're not, you could rock on with your protein hot chocolate at nighttime. Like Leah, that's what I do. New zest is a, another, uh, pea protein test for heavy metals. Um, they're great. I have some clients that obsess over the taste of them and I have some clients that despise the taste of them. So, you know, pick your poison. Um, Keon is the version of 
grass-fed that I use. I have used the chocolate and I have used the vanilla. I like both of them. I prefer the chocolate. I don't know why. I like the vanilla too. I just like the chocolate better. Um, you can always, for Keon, so like that's where I get my aminos and I get my, um, when I'm not doing mushroom coffee, if I just want mold-free organic coffee, I get it from Keon. Um, and you can always use the code Leah, L-E-A-H, to save at Keon. Um, but I use their grass-fed whey, and I really, really like that. So, um, yeah, Organifi, I haven't had anybody complain about the taste. So, I mean, you can try that one. Um, New Zest, it's kind of like hit and miss. Some people love it. Some people hate it. So, there's that. Um, those are my options. Those are the ones that I like. You can, you know, choose which ones you like and let me know. <laughs> Um, and if you have one that you really, really like, go through your checklist, look at the ingredients, look at the testing, and then you decide what is best for you. Because remember, I am not you. You are like the sole authority of what you would like to put into your body, right? And this is all about awareness and knowledge and growing in that. And if it's like, you're going to finish out that thing of protein, and then you're going to decide which one you're going to do next please do that. Please don't just like throw your protein powder in the garbage right now and be like, I cannot eat that anymore. Just finish it out. Okay. This is about awareness. This is not about, I'm going to die if I take another scoop of this protein powder. That's not true. It's about lowering our toxic intake overall. Okay. So I really hope that you listen to the episode about like not being perfect in a toxic world. Um, if you haven't go back and listen to that episode and it will much more prepare you for the rest of these episodes. Okay. Thank you for listening to today's episode of balancing hormones naturally. If you found this helpful, I would love for you to share it with a friend and post it on your stories and tag balancing hormones naturally podcast. So we can get this message out. You can find me on Instagram at Leah underscore B R U E G. And I would absolutely love to hear from you.